your crown Come on, y'all, let's turn up the sound, uh If it's side and put it on back, yeah That's right, put it on track This is the crown Hey, y'all, it's so good to be here with you today I am your host, Fancy Patrice Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Crowned You guys, I was going to make a podcast about how we have shifted gears from gift giving to making New Year's resolutions and to not allow anyone to shame you for making those resolutions for 2021 because 2020 was trash. But I really just want to talk about the lessons of 2020 and what got me through. There were a lot of moments that really tried my patience and pushed me to grow into the woman that I want to be. And I really just had to surrender. Yes, I had to surrender everything that was holding me back. I really gained understanding on my purpose. I am a leader. I am influential. I am different in a unique way. And being scared to sit in that is not going to get me anywhere. God really kept me. I have been lucky to work from home, and when I was ready, I was able to walk away. I say that because I have never had a job that I really loved. I have worked positions that paid well and were in line with my educational pursuits. However, I never really liked my jobs. I fell in the trap of working all the time, not having a balance, not working with people that I like, and not really liking the position because it just didn't go or better yet, grow into anything. I'm 30 and I haven't worked my dream job. Yep, it's kind of disappointing. And to be honest, it really took a bite of my self-confidence because I was bored, I was in a mental prison, but regardless, I showed up every day, did my job, and took my ass home. I was very intentional to change that this year, though. I prayed so hard, and I just jumped. I jumped out there and started my own business. And I'm proud of me because I really tried, and that's the word. I tried. I wasn't afraid for people to see me trying. My business didn't make six figures. I didn't go viral on the internet. And I only have about a thousand people following me on my Instagram, my business Instagram. But the most important thing is I did not stop. I made candles. I tried different techniques and I just went for it. I was a social media creator, the CEO, the problem solver, the shipping operator. I did it all. What did Snoop Dogg say? I'm proud of me. I want to thank me. Yeah, I'm in that bag. So many people had so many suggestions for how my business should operate, whether it was my friends or my besties from the internet. I know that they didn't mean any harm. I know that they meant well, but I ignored them. Sorry. (laughs) I put up boundaries and I stuck to them. Doing it my way, people in my DMs and my mentions asking me about my business or asking me about various topics that I talked about here on my podcast. And it led me to see that I am really encouraging women to live authentically in their connections, which ultimately is my goal. I deem myself as a digital storyteller and a motivational influencer, which just means I 
tell the stories of my life, the good, the bad, in hopes that people can gain insight, clarity, use different techniques, and find solution through my story to become the best versions of themselves. And in the year 2020, I know for a fact that I am living in my truth and my mission is being fulfilled. And for once, I feel fed. I feel fulfilled. I feel good as shit. This lesson just screams to me, you deserve to be here. It's so important to celebrate your small wins. No matter how small they may seem, give yourself a pat on the back and accept the compliments. Be kind to yourself. Also, understand that you might not know everything. And not knowing everything 100% of the time doesn't mean that you should be overlooked for your successes and your achievements. The best way to change this mindset is to be open from the beginning in regards to what you don't know. That way you feel like you're not hiding something and that massive weight is not sitting on your shoulders. Understand that you might fail. Be prepared to fail. Don't be scared of failure. No, it's not fun. Put your best foot forward. But being scared of failure is keeping you in a space where you don't want to be. And I know we're talking about failure and not knowing everything, but this has also led me to think about this timeline that we put ourselves on. So I know that majority of my audience are around the same age as me. So you you all are in that 29, 32 age range and things are supposed to be sorted out at this time, right? I know. I don't know who put this in our minds and we need to be establishing goals and we need to be having those deadlines for ourselves. So six months, I'm going to do blah, 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 blah. And it might take seven. I don't know whatever it is that you're doing, but I just want to put in perspective a little bit of this age that we've had. I recently turned 30 and just had this epiphany. Like I have only really been an adult for five years. Majority of my life, I've been a child and I'm going to claim that, you know, from teenage years, graduating college, 21, 22, I can't think right now. I have only been an adult for five years, meaning being able to support myself financially. But I will say, you're 28, 29, I was an adult mentally, meaning the way that I changed, the way I addressed certain situations in my life, how I have emotional intelligence, how I deal with my emotions, how I don't react to certain situations. I matured 28 to 29. I do not know it all. I've been 30 for four months. I just want to leave y'all with that. It's going to be Okay, let's take a deep breath. You're fine and you're exactly where you need to be. That has been the lesson of 2020. It's going to be okay. Life is so precious and it's okay for me not to know it all. It's okay for me to fail at this and it's okay for me to change my mind because this no longer serves me.
nobody is going to wave a magical wand and accomplish the things that you want to accomplish. You have to do that for yourself. Okay, y'all, I didn't got off track. Here we go. Easy to allow people to project their thoughts and ideas of what they wish they can accomplish, but this isn't anyone else's dream. It's mine. I think it's very important that whatever you decide to do, you do it for you. Here I've used two examples of working in corporate America and also working for myself. There's nothing wrong with working that dream job, girl. If you are entrepreneurship, stand strong. It's not for the weak. What has worked for me is mind mapping. Mind mapping allowed me to represent my ideas and concepts on paper. For so long, I have been using other organization systems. I did not know how to create my own. I was using mind mapping as a visual way to think, and it helped me structure information and analyze and comprehend because I'm a visual learner. It also helped me like recall what the hell I was thinking about. Anybody else walk in a room and forget what they came in there for? Yeah, that's me. <laughs> and I hate when I lose a good idea. Mind mapping just made things very simple for me. I used it for a brainstorming different sense and how I was going to roll it out to social media and the content that y'all saw for a four-day rollout, the little videos that could be on BET commercials. I created all that with mind mapping. It also helped me gain some insight on my audience, where I wanted my business to go. I was able to use my creativity and it felt good as hell. Speaking of creativity, creating a social media diet was really important for me. It was essential to my mental health. I talk about this often on my IG stories. Social media is fun. It's a great way to connect, but it can be dangerous. And at one point, I was just getting up there. And the next thing I knew, an hour had passed by and I got work to do. While I enjoy looking at everyone live their best life on an island somewhere, it is not making me a bag. And I really had to learn healthy habits for social media. As a content creator, I don't really have the luxury of doing a social media detox or like going cold turkey. But being on social media all day was not either because there is actual work that needs to be done. Additionally, I just don't think it's good for your mental health, especially during COVID. During this time, I would get up every morning and walk the track. It was such a blessing, you know, the things we take for granted, like grass and being able to walk around without a mask and look up in the sky. It really helped my mental and allowed me to stay active, clear my mind. And I'm just appreciative to have that green space to go to to release during this time. I just learned how to be mindful when using social media and create better habits, which included getting on Instagram twice a day and just posting my story and not spending a lot of time correcting grammatical errors. And depending on what I had going on, sometimes it was more than twice a day, but I wasn't up there continuously scrolling. I would literally set a time of day and say, I'm only going to be here for, what, 20 minutes? And there I was engaging with posts and other IG stores, but I did not go over that 20-minute interval. 
I also wouldn't put my phone on the table when I would eat dinner or lunch. I would just be present in the moment to actually eat my meal without looking on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever social media platform. It was just me and my food. Another rule that I've implemented for quite some time is not posting in real time. So if I was on a trip or with my friends, you might see a picture from here and there, but a lot of the posts were after I got home or while I was en route to get back home. It just allowed me to enjoy my friends, enjoy my trip, and just be present in the moment and not on my phone. While we're on the topic of posting, has this ever happened to you? You post a picture on your IG story or maybe even on your feed and someone sees it and they give you a call. (laughs) Yeah, that would happen to me often. And while I enjoy my friends and family and I am honored that they enjoy the content, if I am posting, that does not necessarily mean that I was free to chat. This is a boundary and a lot of my friends and family might not have liked this boundary. That's an assumption. One of my friends even told me, you know, I see you're posting, so I know you have your phone. Why, yes, sis. I just don't want to talk to you right now. So I want to encourage you, if you want to post on your page or you're just not in the mood to talk, do it. It always amazes me how people feel like they can dictate your time. No You cannot stand in that. You have to have the courage to stand up and let people know that you are in control of your time, even if it makes them uncomfortable. Of course, I'm not telling you to ignore your responsibility. I know my friend that called me didn't want nothing. Just like, girl, what you doing? (laughs) Sometimes people just like to feel apart. I'm saying don't allow others to manipulate your time. The social media diet allowed me to be present. A lot of the information that you seek is in a book somewhere, I promise you. And I love a good audible, but I also like flipping the pages. And instead of scrolling on social media, I was able to read so many books. I feel so full. I feel fed. I feel like I am very knowledgeable on different topics that interests me and I can go in the world and add value and substance because I was able to read and take notes and be in the moment and just polish up on skills that I have lost over time and it is important that we feed our mind we feed our spirit we deserve the knowledge that we seek it is our birthright Okay, y'all, I'm wrapping this up. The last thing I want to talk about is having a really good relationship with myself. For years, I have worked on self-love, self-acceptance, and just being true to me. I acknowledge how I feel, whether it's good or if I've hit hard times, really feeling the feels. Give yourself permission to have those different emotions. For me, 2020 allowed me to feel feelings that I haven't felt in a while. And what I have learned is feelings will pass if you allow them. Get up and get moving. Create true happiness and joy for yourself. Because when you do that, you create a space of love. You create a space of peace. You create a space of happiness for you.
you ultimately protect your peace. And protecting your peace means maintaining a healthy environment for growth and also guarding your state of mind. So in 2021, we are keeping this energy of growth. You guys, we're going to take these lessons of 2020 and apply them to next year because we know we cannot go into the next year doing the same shit. We going where the money reside, where the money reside. You guys, I hope that you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed making it for you all. All listeners and subscribers, there is a minute meditation that is available for you all and also gratitude affirmations that is available in the link. I hope you all have a wonderful new year. May it be full of peace joy and happiness. I see you in 2021.